0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Kosh Cast on underthecoshblog.com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and Bernie is here.
1: Hello Alex. How are you how are man? You? I'm great, how are you?
0: I'm very well. I've just been laughing at the, uh, the anti-vaxxers who tried to storm the BBC buildings in London without realizing that the BBC moved out of there 10 years ago. I'm very feeling very proud right now, you know, to be English. Very proud of my compatriots yeah i mean they've they've
1: been they've been storming things all in stadiums and things this is just you know par for the course qu- in fact they success we did that and couldn't do this like that's that's pretty impressive I
0: think <laughs> yeah you might. go into wembley but not not into very impressive very very impressive uh you are joining us from where i'm speaking of impressive where are you joining us from
1: i'm joining you from calgary alberta canada Right. Home of uh cavalry fc in yep. of
2: CanPL. Yep. Um what do we know about? About what? Cavalry? <laughs> yeah. Oh the shit. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man. Um no well thank you for uh straddling the time zone to uh to jump on the pod.
1: My my pleasure and uh everyone sign up for our FPL uh, follow us on Twitter to find the FPL details. Otherwise, Rashe will find you and attack you.
0: It's going to be a very competitive league, I reckon. I've seen, I've seen a few teams come in. Everyone's pretty mm-hmm. much got the same team. So it's going to be very competitive. I'm very confident
1: my team is the best team, but that will only last for like a week because that's, that's how long I'll care for.
0: Yeah, you often think that. And then you, you tend to be like mid to lower table.
1: I mean, listen. It's been a while since my Xhaka-Matic double pivot <laughs> in FPL. Now, <laughs> now no, I've got, I've got. A, I, I'm happy with my midfield. It's probably the best midfield that I've seen in our in our league. Just saying.
0: Big shout! Who've you got?
1: I've got Salah, Smith Rowe, Saka, Xhaka, and Bruno Fernandes.
0: Very good. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, I would tell you not to have both Arsenal players. Like, have one. They're both lovely, but <laughs> two is. Who is generous? I don't know if you saw Arsenal's preseason friendlies in the last couple of weeks, but not not inspiring a boatload of confidence. Anyway, we won't start there. We, we will start uh, with uh, a tearful Messi, mm-hmm. a tearful Messi being forced to leave Barcelona due to their own absolutely staggering incompetence. My my only question is like, why did this happen so late? Like they must have known for a while that they weren't going to be able to do this financially why, why they, did he just learn about it now
1: i feel like they they assumed that you know don't worry about it tebas will cave don't worry about it it's all good it's all good he'll cave and tebas never did and mm. i feel as if if you saw the twitter interaction between tebas and pep tebas doesn't <laughs> seem to be the kind of guy who's gonna like he needs to talk tough and back it up even if he regrets it <laughs> But i think he's not that kind of guy he's he, he's a he's, he's He has his principles and he's going to stick
0: to them. Yeah, and I actually respect it. I do. I I think it would be very, very easy to be like, let's bend over backwards and treat Barcelona. I mean, they've always been treated this way, as have Real Madrid. But treat Barcelona with with special, you know, with kids clubs or whatever. Let them do whatever they need to do to keep Messi in the league because he's so marketable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Tebas basically just went, fuck La Liga. (laughs) Like, fuck it. In the short term, it might be bad, but long term, this is something that has to happen, and mm. I really respect it. To be honest, I do. I,
1: I do as well. I think. I think it's um, you know, it's sending a message. And if you look at La Liga in general, right, most clubs. I mean, let's talk about the big clubs, Real Madrid and Barcelona. The, the biggest of the biggest. Like they, their houses are not in order financially. They're they're no. they're they honestly been cooking the books forever, and they're paying for it now, and. You know, I think it's a sad day Messi leaves Barcelona, but and to me it's not as, it's not very sad anymore because last year he said he wanted to leave. Hmm. So he said he wanted to leave because of this incompetence in actual fact. For a yes. and team, he wanted to leave. They get Laporta, he plays well, they convince him to stay. I get it, whatever. But it's, I, I find it, like if this happened last year, I would understand, and I would be more like, "Oh, this is really this really sucks." Now I'm like, in actual fact, you should. You said you wanted to leave. Now you're leaving. You're getting kind of what you wanted last year, though you came to terms of it. But then again, I also think that your the team should move on from you anyway. I really do believe mm-hmm. Barcelona should move on from Lionel Messi, not because he's not the best player in the world. He is, but they need to start figuring out their finances and. Mm-hmm you can't accommodate him. So let it go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and on the, on the wanting to leave thing, like the last season, I felt it was all political. It was like, he needed to try and do something about Bartomeu. This was the only play that he had and he tried it. I don't think he actually wanted to leave. I thought, Mm -hmm. no, it was just, it was a political play, which worked perfectly for him because Mm -hmm. Bartomeu got forced out. Exactly. What, what Messi won. Um, you can tell. I mean, the press conference was tearful. There are, you know, there are jokes here and there about that, but you like it's genuine emotion. You know, mm. uh, I'm sure he's had other opportunities to leave Barcelona, so I do feel slightly bad in that respect. But it, it's hard to feel much sympathy when he just like goes straight over to PSG, which, by all accounts, seems to be the thing that's going to be happening. Like, PSG this summer have just turned into FIFA. Like Ramos mm-hmm. in, Donnarumma in. Hakimi in and Ronaldo and um, Messi. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's completely it's, ridiculous. And I have unreal. no idea how, you know, obviously FFP isn't a thing. It's not controlling anything at this point. City are doing whatever the hell they want. PSG are doing whatever the hell they want. It, I mean, it is a joke.
1: But even when you. But,
0: when when it's going to be fun.
1: To, exactly. It'll be a lot of fun. But even when you like, factor in FFP, in some degree, like, because all those guys are free, right? If I get, I know, and I preach that it's more than just transfers, it's the wages and stuff like that. Mm. But I I really want to understand what FFP actually covers because they're signing these guys for free, which means Mm -hmm. effectively, you know, if you're going to spend 40 million on right now, them in a regular market, and then you can offset that with wages, you can sort of get away with it. Then with so many of them, with Donna as you said, with Ronaldo with Messi coming in, potentially they have their net spend is
0: actually not that high. So I, as far as I understand FFP, I don't think it's necessarily about that. It's about like, you can't make losses beyond a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you can spend whatever you like, as long as there is enough revenue to, to cover it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I guess, I guess, you know, basically what these clubs do is find different ways to turn their money into revenue streams so we saw when when city were first taken over their sponsor immediately immediately became etihad so that money is going into the club the sponsorship deal can be for as much as Etihad they want it to be and mm-hmm. so that's how they they do things so like there are various ways for these clubs to kind of work around it
1: yeah and and to me i, I wouldn't expect that you know um psg operate any differently to man city in that you know, it's royal family owned, although they seem to have some better lucrative deals like the Accor Hotels or whatever. I mean, the Jordan brand as well with Nike, that's a big deal. So, but of course I expect some sports washing in their finances. Cities is a different thing. They're under investigation currently. <laughs> and I still mm-hmm. don't understand how they're doing this, but whatever. But, you know, I, I, am, I am excited to see Messi perform in a different club. Um, I was something I've always been intrigued by no, I wish it wasn't PSG, but you yeah. know, let's see if they win the Champions League. Because, in some sense, like if, if you think about, and I know you can never get away with the Messi conversation and not talk about Ronaldo. Ronaldo went to Juventus to get them the Champions League, right? Yep. That was what. That was what. At least they were sold, like the story of. And in many ways, Messi come to PSG from a PSG perspective would be this is exactly what we need to guarantee ourselves the Champions. And Messi hasn't happen.
0: won it in years.
1: Yeah, and I'm not sure if attacking talent is exactly the problem from a PSG perspective. But hey, if he if they do in the Champions League now, then it it of course it does. He doesn't need this for his legacy, but of course it adds to it in a way that becomes indisputable, even for people who hate
0: him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it from objectively, it's just going to be. And I know a lot of people won't care. Uh, the people that, that PSG care about won't care, but. If they win the the Champions League now, it just is not. I mean, it's always been you know a bit of a joke because they can spend whatever they like, but it's just going to feel completely ridiculous. It's just going to feel like they cheated.
1: Yeah, it, it it will. I felt it felt like that when they won any tournament, to be honest. But <laughs> right. um, you know, who knows? Uh, you know what? When will win the league again? Then I don't know if Messi becomes a fraud or not. Like.
0: <laughs> I, I Think so. If he gets outscored by Barack Ilmaz, like it's it's over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we take away all the Ballon d'Ors.
0: <laughs> um, a, a word for uh, Sergio Aguero, who's obviously you know heartbroken, um, and now has a ten-week injury. We'll see if that's, that's real. Not, that's not. not a real injury. He's, no he's way. just going to end up at like Newell's Old Boys or something <laughs> in a few
1: weeks. Yeah, that injury is not real at all. No. Not at all. No. But and,
0: um, uh sorry go
1: on. They can't even register him. So <laughs> like what happens? Like, okay, I realize that the registration just means he can't play.
0: Mm.
1: That's all he that can means. be around. And they have to pay him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Memphis and, and Aguero have to be paid because yep. they've signed contracts, but they can't register them until they figure this out. And I'm really curious because a lot of people were like, Oh, if Messi really cared, he'd play for free. He's not allowed to do that. He like can't. legally, you cannot. Like you cannot do that. You have to pay them like max. You can go at fifty percent off mm-hmm. the last
0: contract. So which I think he did. That, That's what he agreed to. Yeah, exactly. So people should like park that nonsense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, Although I do think that like PK and Busquets and those dudes should have, if it would have helped at all, they should have retired on the spot. Didn't like PK clear a clown. up some wage room, like
1: get out of there. If Pique literally said, like, if him leaving helps Barcelona, then he'll do it. Like, may leave,
0: unless <laughs> trying to leave. Now you're it, would have helped. helped five years ago, let alone now. All four of you captains should leave. <laughs> None <laughs> of you is worth it.
1: Was it oh. Alba and PK and
0: Alba, PK, like, Biscuit, and Sergio Roberto?
1: Like, Sergio Roberto, firstly, he, he
0: can. He can he he can stay because I presume that he's not on very much money. But like PK Busquet and Alba are on a lot of money.
1: And, I mean I guess when you sell a Junior Firpo, you have to like keep Alba. <laughs> but, <laughs> like mate, no, 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 no. I'm Honestly. just I'm just surprised that like no one is looking at making a cheeky bid for Frankie de Jong. Like like yeah. 60 mil will give you. We'll take you paid 60 mil for him. We'll give you sixty mil. Like, what are you saying? You can that's your transfer fee, and you can get that wage off your book. Like, I would,
0: I would try that. I would try how much you want for Ansu Fati. I would. There, are, there are a few little players there that I would, I would try to tempt them into stuff. Um, I don't really know why anyone hasn't. Although Fatty's been injured, I guess. But yeah, I'm just surprised it's worth, that- it's worth a shot.
1: I'm surprised that Everton haven't uh, tried to tempt uh, Philip Coutinho.
0: <laughs> I was mean, there like they did with Hamess Madrid. <laughs> Give them time. There are, them there a is, duo. <laughs> there is two thirds of a month left for Everton to make really stupid transfers. Speaking of which, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read you some stats right now. Okay. I'm going to read you three seasons worth of, of goals and assists. Um, All
1: right. Am I supposed to guess who the player
0: is? Sure, yeah, you can. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 18, 19, 18 19, six goals, mm-hmm. eight assists. Mm-hmm. Season 19 20, ten goals, eight assists. Mm-hmm. And 2021, seven goals, 12 assists. Mm.
2: In, in mm. England. In England? Mm. Jack Realist? Yeah. Does
0: that strike you as a hundred millions worth of player?
1: No, not
0: at all like no, james no, madison has better stats and i know it's not all about stats and like jake grealish has lovely legs and like is is a lovely boy who doesn't know what an encyclopedia is and there are other intangibles and what have you but like this is an awful lot of money for a player who doesn't actually do that much i know that a, that's a controversial
1: he, he's a wonderful thing. player and i would have loved him at my club i think he, yep. i think he's He's a maverick in that sense that he would fit the ethos of the club and everything, the United Way, all that jazz. But, and he's the most fouled person. I get it, I get it. And Aston Villa don't really do much, so those stats actually look pretty good in the context of Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. I get all of it. But to break the transfer record, like, by that much, because they broke the transfer record by, like, 10 million.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: For him. And it's not like a, a worldwide star playing in the Champions League, blah, 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 all that jazz. Like, no, because my thing is, you're not going to get 100 million worth of output from him, especially going to a system club. Like,
0: where well, he doesn't people, have anywhere near the kind of freedom.
1: Yeah. Like, if you look at Mares, right? Like, Mares looks like a guy who is fighting the system and he gets decent enough <laughs> stats, but like, it's not, it's clearly not the, you know, just give me, give me the ball and let me do my thing. Like, you can tell that Mars, like, when I make that pass, but I kind of want to shoot right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel the same way with Grish, like, I kind of want to run and jink out three people, but I got to pass into this triangle and move over here. Like, that's not 100 million output. You can do 50 million for a guy like that, Oyazabal or something. Like, bring him yeah. in and put him in, and you probably get the same output, even though Grealish is a better player.
0: That's what I'm saying. And, and also, like, Oyazabal or, or someone like that, Danny Olmo, a lot more likely to understand what's going on, what, A, what's going on, B, mm-hmm. what Pep's saying. Like, I, you know, I, I do really want to see a conversation between. Guardiola and Jack Breeder. Really. I think we're all entitled to see what that looks and sounds like. Mm-hmm. Like, um,
1: I, I, he's gonna kind of wave his hand so much I could should look over like, huh? What is this? <laughs> like, I don't know. You know I understand paying like, that like, kind of money.
0: Phil, what's he saying? Phil's like, I don't know, I just play.
1: <laughs> I, I I do understand paying that kind of money if you're you know in a bad position as a club and trying to get out dig yourself out of a hole or if it's a certain caliber of player, these are
2: not any of those two things. But then we get to Lukaku.
0: Yeah. And, and, <sighs> and, and before we get to Lukaku, let me just, let me just mention Kane. If, if you, you, know, you look at City, and one of the things that Grealish said on his introductory interview is like, the depth in every position at this club is mad. Mm. And I would say that's absolutely true, apart from one position where you have Gabi Jesus. And that striker. Now, if City don't end up putting up the money that Spurs wants well for Kane, which we assume is like 150, 160, I'm going to look at the Grealish deal and think, you spent the money in the wrong place. Because you already, mm-hmm. like Grealish is great. You already have a whole bunch of attacking midfield. You already have people that can do or that can produce what Grealish is going to produce. You don't have a striker. Mm-hmm. So, wouldn't it have made more sense to spend 160 on Kane? who you don't have, you have nothing like this, who definitely elevates your team, then 100 on Grealish and then miss out on Kane because you can't spend it. Like, I don't know, man. I, I I think it's even like, there's a different
1: argument in that. Yes, I agree. Like, Grealish is not what you need. Like, you have players that can fit in there and Sterling, Mares, Foden, if you need to. Serban wants to leave, but they're still Sterling Maris. <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I, I around Torres, for for example, I'm okay in that spot. Like someone said, I think Daniel Rouse said that a Pep might see more as an eight. I'm like okay, but you got Gundogan who scored like how many goals? Like I don't know. It's not it's not the problem area that 100 right. million suggests that it is. But for me, it's even like let's let's, let's uh, just to take it back to Lukaku for a second. They bid $100 million for Harry Kane, mm-hmm. who is 28, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and scores a bucket load of goals. And um, that was rejected. Chelsea have just signed him for 93 or 97, some, just, a, just a bit below $100 Yeah, Here's how I see this. Lukaku, yes, probably is... I don't think he's worked... He's, he's improved his first touch dramatically the way people think he has, but he's a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. If you put him in the right positions, he will score goals. That's just going to happen, especially now, confidence out of Inter Milan. Why not take that 100 million that you put in for Kane and go, Lukaku, 100 million? I don't get why, because now to get Kane, right? Or even the Gulish money, like we said, use that towards Lukaku, because now you gotta have Grealish on board, and then you have to decide to pay 125 million or whatever it is for Kane or you do Grealish and Lukaku, or just don't do Grealish and just Lukaku. Like, to me, Lukaku is right there. Chelsea did the smart thing there.
0: Some people would... <laughs> yeah, it's funny to describe that as smart. Chelsea had this guy, sold mm. him years ago, missed out on the best years of his career, and then bought him, and then bought him back post-prime for $100 million. But, yeah. you know, in, in, the, in the real politic kind of context, where the money doesn't matter at all, yeah, it was smart. He's going to do great. Um, although I do, I do have a. I, there's, there's a universe in which the link up between him and Timo Werner doesn't work at all,
1: because none of them can actually have a first touch to get the
0: ball to the other. Yeah, like I, I can just see it being a total shambles, and that would be very, very funny. Well, but it also, Werner it, it also one... might just be totally fine.
1: Hopefully, Werner isn't the one doing the link up play. Like with, like hopefully it's someone else. Like He's gonna
0: play. Know. He always plays anyway. Um. But I think there are some people that would say Pep's racist as <laughs> one reason for not signing Lukaku. So, um, some people
1: like Yaya Toure would say that. Some,
0: some people might say that. Um, but it's interesting. I, I think Lukaku's transfer fee and City's own transfer fee for Jack Grealish kind of screws them over in their pursuit for Kane. Because really? if I'm Daniel Levy and you come in with a £100 million bid for Kane, then you'd buy Grealish for £100 And we are like, you are up a tree like oh yeah you just paid 100 million for Jack Grealish so how are you going to expect to pay 100 for Kane
1: oh, and 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 that's the thing in that we say the Lukaku deal is a good deal only in the context of Harry Kane and what just happened with Jack Grealish mm-hmm. because Inter man I paid 75 million for Lukaku Okay, with 50 million in bonuses that never came to be. (laughs) So, and then they sold him to Inter Milan for the exact, they got all their money back. How can a player get older, right? Yeah. Like two years older, and like now he's 28, it's supposed to be the drop off, and he costs 90 something million. Realistically, it's not a good deal. But in the context of the striker situation in the world and whatever, it is a good deal in that context. But if you look at it in isolation, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no sell on value. Like, you just won the Champions League. So you've already done, they reached the heights. Yes, you want win the Premier League. I get it. But for how long are you going to leverage this man? Like, it's, it's now I think about it, I'm, it's actually boiling
0: my blood. <laughs> it annoys me even more when you consider that. Two seasons ago, Tammy Abraham scored what eighteen nineteen goals and I'm just like he's not where Lukaku is right now, but if you played him consistently, you'd get more than enough you'd get you'd get what you need right yeah. you'd get that extra fifteen to twenty goals you just you just would um and they're going to try and sell him and they would this is exactly the kind of player they will end up buying back in five years,
1: you know. I'm also not totally convinced that, say... And this is not about skill level and performance. I think Lukaku, when he feels like he has something to prove, is actually very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to come back in the Premier League and be like, hey, Man I don't want to show you what you missed and stuff or whatever. Oh, absolutely. O- although, he didn't play well. So I think we need to put that in, in its proper context. I was getting pillored, pilloried by you guys for trying to defend him every week when I, when I was. <laughs> but I, I don't think... Particularly, he's gonna like outscore Edison Cavani by that much to like if they're both playing, you know, fully fit and whatever, to yeah. justify what is a huge, huge difference in the fee. And then Man United potentially have a free run in Holland if City end up with Harry Kane, because the Spanish clubs have no money. Yep. Like PSG are gonna be like messy, messy, messy. And then it's like, okay. You have Sancho at the club. You, you have your former manager at the club. 62 million. Like, it becomes a free up. run. So it's opening up. I mean, in some sense, I'd have done a very smart thing by not doing anything in that awesome. department. But it, it does depend on what City do. Because if I'm City, this is just me. I don't sign Harry Kane. I stick with Gabby Jesus for a season or my false nine. And then, I, and then if City are free for Holland next season... I believe he goes there because the dad used to play there. They're the winner. They're champions, more stable, pep. Like, it makes sense to do that than to do United at that point. But if they do sign Kane now, pretty, I would say the bets are he goes to United next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Bayern say that they're looking into it, uh, but in the kind of like you'd be mad not to sort of way, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think Bayern probably thought someone will take him this summer and we're out of the race. But if no one does, then they're in it again once the release in, Anyway, we, we will see. It will be interesting. Did Did you catch the uh, Community Shield by the way? Speaking no. City?
1: No, not at all. Well, uh, I, I think I was traveling senior, then. I don't
0: know. Senior man won it. I saw a like penalty in the ninth minute. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't, was le- that a honestly, good game? Honestly, Leicester deserved it. I. It wasn't a bad game. Le- Leicester were very good I thought, uh, especially given like Fofana and stuff that terrible injury. He was out. So they had uh, Daniel Amati started at centre-back, which is usually not a good sign at all, but he was fine. Mm. Um, Ricardo Pereira was back. I think he might have a big season if he can stay fit. Um, and Didi was just un- unreal. Like, Grealish came- I mean, Didi was, was the best player on the park. I thought Grealish came on about 65 minutes and Didi took him out like three times. Yes, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care how much you cost. Like You're not getting past this guy. He was unreal, and then they were brought on Sumare, and he looked excellent. Um, I don't know, man. I just looked at Madison during this game, and I was like, "I don't. Why would you leave this? this, is, this is, you're playing in a very good team here." And, and uh, Daka came on, and he looked sharp. Like Lester looked looked very good. Leicester,
1: they infuriate me because to me they're the best in the transfer. I don't care what anyone says. Because Sumari was hyped up, and then no one wanted him, and then they went, "Thank you very much." Daka should have been hyped up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like we, mm-hmm. his numbers were Holland numbers in Austria. I get Holland did the Champions League thing, which elevated him, whatever. But Daka's numbers were unreal, and yep. to have that depth up front now, Bardi, Inacho, uh Daka. Then, like, Sumari and Ndidi uh, could be a double pivot, or you could switch them if you want to. Or, that's, mad. that's mad,
0: but there's not going to be top four,
1: but it's mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you wanted to do it, you wanted to do a little preview, and we don't have too much time, but, but predict it. I use so my prediction for the top four is like the traditional or traditional, the, the recently traditional top four. So, I think Lukaku makes. Chelsea favorite pretty much for what I think for the league oh really okay just about just about I think City a second I think United a third and I think Liverpool probably finished fourth unless they suffer with injuries in kind of the same way that they did last year but I think that still will be close
1: um I'm I'm gonna go with City winning the league again um and I'm going United second and Chelsea third. Um, Chelsea are a very good team, very solid team. But I think United are going to go are going to be better than last season, and Chelsea are going to be better than last season. But I think United will probably just nick it um, with the solidity of Varane. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And now Sancho as well. Um, two really good signings there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and everything else. Pogba is probably going to stay, and you're going to see a fit Pogba for once and We'll see what, what happens there. Donny van de Beek, I think they're going to have a brilliant season. I, I have a strange
0: feeling. I can see it. When is he going to play? Has he played I in think, preseason?
1: Yeah, yeah. He started the last yeah. game against Everton and he was unbelievable. Everton
0: caveat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Big, big <laughs> caveat.
1: Big caveat. But, no, I, I mean, because to me, I think they're going to be very close. Chelsea and United. So we'll Agreed. see who, who does what in that. Liverpool, I'm scared for them because I don't know what they're doing. Like, I get the Konate thing. I just don't buy it because I don't think he'll be fit. I don't think Joe Gomez will be fit very much. And then Robertson we'll see just
0: fine. got injured. Yeah, which means you you either got what Simicast Sim- or or Milner, <laughs> who's still still alive and kicking.
1: Um, it's just they don't have a squad that's young enough and fit enough to compete on in on four different uh, levels, and it's going to affect them in the league. I feel.
0: I, th- I think Liverpool fans would throw. I agree with you. I think Liverpool fans would throw Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott into the mix and say other 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 fan bases who haven't been watching Liverpool are going to be surprised by these guys. Um, I think that, that really would really short. it would really help. <laughs> it would really help if those two can have big seasons. Um, but I agree that losing Wijnaldum, the front three are. The front four, I guess. I think I think Jota probably needs to start. I don't. I don't know how they work the system to make that happen. Maybe they play all four. But I in think the last he's... game that
1: they played, Firmino did not play. There you go. And that's because of Copa, probably, or something like that. Like, but it was Mane, Salah, and um,
0: Jota. He just scores goals, man. He just yeah.
2: Mhm. Mhm.
0: But yeah, I I think top four is probably like if they if they make top four, I think that's. Absolutely fine, but I wouldn't necessarily expect much more.
1: Does Klopp want to stay though after that point? Like, at what point does Klopp look at it and go, eh, Well, the money's dried up and I got a bunch of old guys. I need to refresh this whole thing. Do I have the energy to refresh that? Because he's getting to the point of like, you know, that Fergie thing where it's like, Okay, I'm going to change my whole team and start again. Like, yeah. Pep can do it because Pep. Spends 100 million on Grealish. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool don't have that
0: luxury. I, I was always a little bit surprised that he didn't step down after winning the league. I just thought, like, you've won the Champions League, you've won the league, you've done it in unbelievable fashion. It it literally can't get better. And I totally, he's in a perfect environment for him, right? He can, he's got total control. He's got a great team. It all makes sense. I understand why he stayed. But I do think it's possible that they've kind of reached the end of the cycle. We'll see. I think the last season, you kind of have to write it off. It was a COVID season. It was completely mental. Everyone's form was a bit all over the place, barring two or three clubs. If we come back this season and Thiago is still shit, and the front three, front four aren't scoring freely like last season, then I think that you start to get concerned. And uh, yes. Steven Gerrard's figure starts to loom ever larger. Oh
1: no! Oh no! 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 That would be that would be the end of them. But hey, who knows? That might work. Um, Doing well. I, I do want to just go back to Villa for a second because you know they've lost Grealish. To me, they've played a madness here. They have done like wow because mm-hmm. you got like this is what they've just done now is what Tottenham should have done. When they lost bail, because they signed seven gets, <laughs> like, except for mm-hmm. Erickson When yep. they lost bail, but these guys went. Um, what's his name? When do Wendiea. Like, they've been playing for this forever, and that guy's Premier League proven as well as just generally just brilliant. Danny Ings is one they overpaid drastically, like thirty million for Danny Ings and one year left on his contract. Clam, that's ridiculous. However, apparently proven and the man does score goals. Yep. Ashley Young, you could do without that, but whatever. Okay.
0: Like, that, that's, that's just a fun one.
1: Yeah. That's fun. Nostalgia. It's the, uh, Leon Bailey. Leon, Leon Bailey is interesting. That can go either way, but I have a feeling that they've scouted that well. I've liked the scouting and the transfer that they've done recently that I feel that it's probably good. So they've covered Grealish with three players. Two of them who are permanently yep. proven, and one of them who's a bit of a maverick, and the other, well, fourth is a. I think actually going will be fine. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's just so competent, and and like I'm not used to competence
0: in transfer windows much. Absolutely, and and they what they finished twelfth, I think, last season around like that. So I would I would guess that they will be better than they were with Grealish. Yeah, I think so. Like ten. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is definitely worth spending boatloads of money for. But no, I, I think their fans are in for a very exciting season. And ultimately, you know, be a good team, enjoy the games, have upward momentum, that's all you really want, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it it really comes down to that. Well we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, they're still leads. They have no idea what wolves are gonna look like. Yep. Like I don't know this manager, the keeper. I have no idea who he is. Are they going to still have Ruben Neves? We'll see what happens, but I don't know what they're going to do. West Ham, they're going to just be a bunch of giants with Milinkovic. and Milinkovic?
2: Milinkovic looks like
0: it's happening. And okay. they've also been linked with God. They already have Suchek. So yeah, they're just building a team of trees. Southampton are gonna get relegated, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I think
2: so. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so happy.
0: <laughs> I think they are, man. I they got Livramento from Chelsea's good young player, but and they've got they signed what's the guy's name. Borja? Borhan? They signed another Chelsea youngster on loan. They're scraping the bottom of the barrel, man. It's it's not pretty. Not pretty at all. Who else do you think is gonna get relegated? I
1: think it's Southampton. I think <sighs> Burnley. Okay, Ooh. this might be this might be my my wishful thinking list. Okay, yes. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it anyway. Southampton, Burnley, and Norwich. Sorry, not Norwich, Brentford. What am I saying? Brentford are going down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's hard not to say Brentford. I don't
1: want to. But... <laughs> yeah, 30% of managers have Ivan Tony in there.
0: Fantasy team for a reason. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Um, I don't want to say Norwich either, but you know, seems relatively likely. I I also really don't want to say Palace, and I, I think they'll just escape it. But I'm I'm not confident that Patrick Vieira can. I, I would love the signings they've made, but I'm not confident that Patrick Vieira is the guy to put it all together. So who do you you know
1: you know he's this is just his dress rehearsal for the Arsenal jump.
0: Look, uh if preseason has is anything to go by, he's in with a shout. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna laugh
1: at you. I'm not gonna laugh at you three weeks in a row. I'm not gonna do it. I mean Uh, I'm
0: looking at the table and uh Arsenal currently top. So, uh, yeah. that in your yeah, pipe. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, there's Watford. Watford could go straight back down. I'd be fine with that. I d- I'm annoyed that they're back,
1: frankly. Oh, Watford. Okay. And then
0: you've also got Newcastle. Except if the they, they sign Joe Willock, he'll score enough goals to keep them up. This is true. Um,
1: I do want Southampton and Burnley to go down, but Burnley are relegation resistant for some reason. So, Southampton, yeah. Brentford, and uh, Watford will go down. Uh, top, top scorer who do you think is
2: going to be that
0: I mean if Kane goes to City it's over for, it's over for everyone uh, I mean he's top scorer when he's at Spurs if he's at City like everyone might as well stop trying um, but I also suspect that he'll so he was injury free last season I suspect mm-hmm. that doesn't last two seasons so I'm thinking he'll be out for a while at some point whoever he plays for hard to look past
2: Lukaku I I don't think Chelsea created a lot of chances
0: last season they didn't have anyone that could finish
2: I think Bruno Fernandes scores 25 penalties and wins uh, the the golden boot (laughs) Uh, no No,
0: (laughs) there's no way you're getting the same amount of penalties as last year there's just you can't it can't happen again Mate, watch watch and learn. Actually, how, how often does Sancho get fouled? It's probably a lot, isn't it?
1: A lot. <laughs> yeah. They got the most in Germany or something like that. Mm. Mate, we're actively recruiting people who get fouled.
2: Come on. Whatever.
0: But, <laughs> Whatever. No, I
1: think, I think Lukaku also makes a lot of sense.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Ings might get a lot of goals. Ings might be up there. If he stays fit, Villa play well, he can do it.
2: Who else is there? Body's not oh. going to be part of the conversation. It's not good. Like, it was Kane, and then it was, like... Salah. This Salah, actually. Salah will be top scorer. Book it.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. He, he was for, like, a few years in a row now. And then he yeah, dropped yeah. off a bit last season. Anyway. Yeah, but well, he'll be back. <laughs>
1: uh, you got to go? I do. I do. So, sorry, it's got to right. be a quickie, but I love you still
0: all good love you too man enjoy the west and, I will. Uh, don't come back with any cowboy hat
1: uh oh okay i thought you were gonna say don't come back with covid but well that too is... but
0: that's yeah, yeah. all right Bo- both are a disease <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, all right, all right mate. Man.
0: take care we will uh chat again after the first weekend of the new season yes sir